Government is filled with acronyms, and we've got one more for you today, CAO. You may have heard this term or know someone in the role, but what exactly they do may surprise you. Steve Zorbis has been with City of Welland for seven years and served in three roles. As the current CAO, Steve is responsible for managing the city's growth and ensuring each and every department continues to deliver high-quality programs and services. But Steve isn't your stereotypical boss. He doesn't shout down orders from the top or care more about the bottom line than his people. With a progressive mindset that has propelled the city of Welland to the top of the charts when it comes to living, playing, working, and investing, we can all learn a lot from Steve. So, with the boss, let's find out What's up, Welland? So we're here today on What's Up, Welland with Steve Zorbis. He is the Chief Administrative Officer, or CAO. Uh, He also happens to be my boss, so uh, definitely on my best behavior today. Uh, Steve, thank you so much for joining Paul and I on What's Up, Welland. Mark and Paul, pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me here. So we mentioned um, who you are, uh, both, of course, you are Steve Zorbis, but you are also the City of Welland CAO, uh, which is the Chief Administrative Officer. Uh, for a lot of people, they may not know what that means. So in its simplest terms, can you share with the listeners what exactly those three letters represent for you in your role? Sure, Mark. Thanks for the question. Uh, I think, first of all, this, the role of the CEO is to serve as a strategic advisor to mayor and council, also at the same time being a great ambassador for the city of Welland and ensuring that the corporate leadership team uh, continues to work with council to ensure all the approved policies and procedures are implemented in a a cost-effective manner. And then to top all that up, uh, the job of the CEO is overseeing the management of the day-to-day operations of the city of Welland in conjunction with the corporate leadership team. Okay, so I do all of that uh, just in my role, but but hopefully um, people have a better understanding of, of what you do. Uh, and, and what I'm going to ask you next is something that I've come across in my Oh, five-ish, six years of municipal experience. Of course, Steve, you've got uh, quite the leg up on me with your years of municipal experience. So this is definitely nothing new to you. Uh, But one of the things I sometimes find is that the general public, uh, they maybe have the misconception that staff are making decisions or or kind of driving uh, the bus forward. Uh, Now, of course, as staff, yes, we bring recommendations and ideas and, and those types of things to council. Uh, but ultimately, what we move forward with requires council approval in some fashion. So can you speak a little bit about to, um, you know, kind of that process and how staff and council come together, make decisions and ultimately kind of who has that final say? Sure. And that's another good question. So it's very important at the start of each term of council, in our particular case here, it's a four-year term. So what the CAO and the corporate leadership team would do is sit down with the new council and essentially establish what the strategic strategic priorities and the goals and objectives are for a council during their current four-year time. And for this term of council, uh, this council established uh, a number of uh, those priorities. There were six that they provided 
to the CEO and the corporate leadership team to implement. Number one, what council was committed to was what we call canal lands and waterway, waterway redevelopment in the city of Welland. Number two, to ensure proper financial management and sustainability financially in the city. Third was an increased emphasis and focus on investing in the city's infrastructure. And also this council has a big commitment to continuing business development and job creation. And also that was complemented to improve communications, community engagement, and the organizational culture of the city and to continue to focus on the health and wellness, not just of, of Wellanders, but also staff. So those are the priorities that were established for the CEO and the corporate leadership team. So it's my job then to work with my corporate leadership team to implement the strategic priorities established by council. And what we do is uh, every year we sit down, we look at our operating budget, our capital budget to move forward with those initiatives. So those are our guiding principles in terms of moving forward to ensure all those are delivered with this council. So maybe just as, as an example um, that we can can share with listeners uh, to kind of illustrate the point is uh, recently, and, and I can use this one quite freely because it was my report <laughs> that I, I brought forward, was the City of Orleans is going to be undergoing a rebranding initiative. Um, and, and so when I was kind of Thinking about this and looking at council strategic priorities from the uh, the point of communication, community engagement, and, and the corporate culture uh, points, I developed an idea and a bit of a strategy. I came to you and said, hey, Steve, I have this idea. I think this is where it fits. What do you think? Uh, you kind of said, hey, all right, I'm, I'm in support of that. My next step then was to present a report to council um, with you know all the steps and, and things laid out in it. And then council ultimately had the final say as to yes or no, let's move forward with that. So is that basically how the majority of staff initiatives come to come to be? Yeah, Mark, you've summarized it correctly. So on a yearly basis, those uh, capital or operating initiatives, are, are reported on by staff. We would go forward to council to seek uh, approval of funding that we believe is necessary to implement, for example, in your your case, a new branding initiative for the city of Welland. It helps council support it and also be aware of how we're moving forward with many of those initiatives. So, Steve, I want to shift things in a direction that I think has come up in just about every episode we've had to date, and that is the growth and the change that's happening in Welland. And I mean, with Mark talking about the rebrand, that plays into Welland is changing. And with all of the growth and change that's happening, for anyone, change is scary, change is unnerving. And what can the city expect when we are talking about um, this growth? And what can you, as our leader, uh, what can you say to these folks who are uneasy about what they're seeing out their windows with how much is changing and how quickly? Thanks, Paul. I think we all should be excited, thankful, and it's great news for the city of Welland. Uh, I tell a lot of folks the Welland of today is not the Welland of eight years ago, and the Welland eight years out will not be the Welland of today, all in a good way. What we're all working towards is preparing and planning for the construction of 9,000 new residential housing units 
in over 2 million new square feet of industrial space. What does that mean for the city of Welland? What it means is increased and sustainable economic prosperity for the city. It will result in, in new jobs across the board, improved infrastructure, construction for the city of Welland. Uh, and what, we, what we've done as a city is to prepare for that. We've had council approve a master pathway plan, a master recreation and cultural plan, and we just kicked off our master transportation plan. That's all required to help guide us and plan and move us through the next 10 to 20 years of, of growth. And the corporate leadership team is in place to ensure that the long-term plan is implemented. And I think that Wellander should be excited about it because it's going to create so many unique opportunities and really continue to make Welland a great city to live, work, play, and more importantly, invest in. It's going to be a dynamic city in a very short period of time. I like that dynamic city description. And I mean, being on the cusp of a dynamic city, Given your years of experience in municipal government, when you joined City of Welland, what was it, seven or so years ago, did you expect to be that we'd be in the position we are today seven years ago? Yeah, so I arrived as a consultant almost eight years ago here in the city, and I was just so impressed with what I call the backbone of the city. And uh, it, 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 just seeing the opportunities that were here with our waterway, uh, the the great quality of life that existed here, and really a small city that, that has all the services of a major urban center in a great location in Niagara region, you could see all the opportunities here. And I can say that, you know, I've worked with the corporate leadership team and the mayor and council of the days to move us along and hence why we're doing what we're doing in terms of we're going to watch the city grow from a city of over 50,000 and we're going to very quickly hit a city of 85,000. What it means for everyone, very simply, is the number of fish and chip stores are going to double, the number of pizza stores are going to double, hairstyle stores double. It just means more jobs part-time and full-time for the city. It's going to be fantastic. We, we've touched on it a couple of times, uh, both in our line of questioning, but also your responses, Steve, just the canal and the waterway. And, um, you know, that is uh, council's number one strategic priority for this term of council, at least how it's uh, set out um, in, in the numbering. We're about to enter into a municipal election this year. We could have an entirely new council. We could see the exact same council. We don't know who will be running, who won't be, and, and for what. Uh, but regardless of who is elected in the fall, do you anticipate that strategy point being a focus again for the next four years, eight years, and, and well into the future? Yeah, Mark, I, I, I believe that whoever the new council is, they will continue to move forward to ensure the, that the industrial and residential um, uh, investments continue in the city, as well as continued investment in infrastructure renewal for the city. I, I don't see it changing. I think it becomes uh, more more challenging. And I think the, the, the future council coming and the future council are going to see uh, the seeds have been planted and you're going to start to see the seedlings and, and trees and eventually a forest is going to come out of that. At the end it, of it. And you mentioned some of those seeds which have already been planted. Is there anything in particular you're 
excited about in the near-ish future or in the relatively short-term future that kind of really when you take a step back and and look at what's out there and the work that you and your team have done is there anything that really kind of excites you maybe more than anything else yeah mark i think there's a number of contributing factor i think first of all i think this council this administration we we are really improving the quality of life for Wellanders, you know, uh, we're investing more dollars into recreational uh, opportunities. Uh, we're seeing significant uh, what I call residential growth and what I call the four quadrants of the city within Dane City itself. You're seeing opportunities in the recently approved Northwest Urban Boundary, the redevelopment of the Hunter Point Golf Course, and soon to be hopefully the Northern Reachland. So I think what you're going to see here is... Uh, uh, continued investment in replacement of roads in terms of resurfacing and, and reconstruction. Uh, the city is going to see aging sidewalks replaced. We're going to see water and sewer replaced, storm water. And the good news is all the aging playgrounds, the, uh, the play structures will all be replaced, as well as new facilities coming in to service at all. And I see more opportunities coming for the downtown, the new council. I think there'll be potentially a focus on how we can continue to see reinvestment in our downtown. One of the things uh, you and I have spoken about um, in the past, in the not too distant past, uh, but also just kind of looking ahead and when we talk about the growth uh, to accommodate that many people and these new developments, the city is still required to provide a certain level of service. And I know for myself, working with our HR department recently, we've had a good focus on our uh, recruitment and retention strategy. And, you know, some people have said, oh, why are there always positions available with the city of Welland? And, you know, I kind of have to remind them sometimes, well, you know, council approved, I think maybe seven new positions for this year. Um, I know that there's been some retirements and the HR department's done a really good job with evaluating those vacancies and making sure that if there's any tweaks or changes that need to be made, they make them so that when we're filling those vacancies, uh, we're, we're providing that level of service. How important is the city of Welland workforce, um, in providing those services for that future that you've described? Yeah, Mark, those um, new FDEs, current employees are, are, are critical in ensuring that municipal service levels continue to be delivered. At the end of the day, uh, we serve uh, the public. We're all public servants. So all the new positions are critical in moving the city forward. What we're doing first is to... You're right. The council, thankfully, has approved new FTEs to ensure we're properly staffed and resourced to deal with the challenges we're seeing in the short term. And as we start to see what I call residential development built, industrial development built, as we build new roads, as, as we construct new parks, et cetera, build the new housing, at that point in time, we'll have to invest more dollars into staffing to ensure those important municipal services continue to be delivered in a safe and affordable manner. So we're well positioned to deal with all those financial challenges. The good news is what we've implemented for the city is a long-term financial strategy that ensures that that growth is is, is, is delivered in a responsible and affordable manner for Wellanders. 
Steve, this has been such a fantastic conversation, A, to be a part of, B, to listen to. And I know I'm going to look forward to re-listening to this episode a couple times. Just you've shared so much. And I mean, before we wind down, I'm just going to give a, a preemptive thank you very much. Um, I'm going to jump back to the comment you made before about with the growth and the new residents coming um, business development, that there will be more pizza shops in Welland. And the big focus of our wind down of each episode is pizza. And these new pizza shops that are opening up, would you be showing up at one of them to get pineapple on your pizza? Yes or no? Mark, you, you or sir, Paul, you struck a great, a great chord. So I'm a firm believer that you must have pineapple on pizza. So I will be, as I continue the past, to continue to order pineapple on pizza. I know that's a bit abnormal, but I love pineapple on my pizza. Thanks for asking that question. There you, there you go. Well, and if the boss is going to have pineapple on his pizza, I, then uh, me too. I'm in. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more, Steve. Yes. <laughs> and yes, that's me sucking up 100% <laughs> to the boss. <laughs> well, Steve, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, you know, Paul and I, when we talk about, you know, some of the topics we want to discuss on this show, uh, we certainly want to let people uh, in on what's happening in and around the community, but also uh, some of the process here at City Hall and how things work from a municipal governance perspective. So uh, in your position as the CAO, uh, who better to kind of give us a little bit of a rundown of, of what you do and, and how the city functions. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Paul. So now is that time where we get to bridge the gap and reflect on the conversation we just had. And today's conversation, for me at least, was eye-opening in that I know Steve is a busy guy. I know he has a lot of focuses here, but just getting to hear from, from him directly about all of these strategic initiatives that the city has going on and how what he does interplays with council and just, I mean, I get to see him in action on occasion and He's committed, he's involved, he is aware of what's going on, and he is engaged with the people around him. And um, just to hear all the the balls he is juggling, and he's got a pretty level temperament about him that uh, nothing seems to fluster him despite all that's going on. And I mean, let's be honest, we've, we are well aware, if you've been listening up till now on the show, there is a lot going on in Welland. And um, Have we mentioned growth? Yeah, I, I think well. Maybe, maybe once or twice. I, I think Wellen's going to get a couple more people in a few years, and he's just—he seems to have a very deft hand in steering what is happening, and that was comforting and reassuring to know that we've got a leader like him steering the way. Absolutely, and you know, I think you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned—you know—he's involved and committed and engaged, and and in the best possible ways. Um, as I mentioned, um, Steve is my boss. I report directly to him. And, you know, as a result, of course, all employee, um, you know, boss relationships, you know, you have your, your dynamics. And, and for Steve and I, you know, we have our set monthly meeting, which is which is great and kind of save up the big things. But every time I meet with him, it's, hey, if you need anything else, my door's open anytime, you know, and it's for everything that he has on his plate. He makes the time and he's interested, right? Even with this podcast, I remember when I kind of pitched him the idea, he's like, oh yeah, no, that, that sounds like a cool idea. Like go for it. I, you know, you have my full support. Um, and, and so to have somebody like that, not just from kind of the support aspect, but he's also got the vision, right? He sees the benefit of the short term, but he's got the benefit, uh, the vision 
for the long term. So, you know, he's preparing and he's working with the corporate leadership team to put in place what he knows is coming down the pipeline. So when staff bring reports to council and they bring ideas and initiatives, um, it's being done because a shoe is about to drop. And so he's very much proactive as opposed to reactive, which I think when we're looking and talking about the growth of the city of Welland and all the changes, you're not going to be very successful if all you're ever doing is reacting oh, to what's happening around you. So um, I, I don't know how a CAO does it, uh, whether it's Steve or any other CAO, um, the sheer amount of, of work and demand uh, on their roles is, uh, is incredible. And uh I joked about sucking up earlier. Uh, this is going to sound exactly like that, but I sincerely mean it in, in the opposite way. Um, the city of Welland is very fortunate, I think, to have Steve Zorbis as the CEO um, from everything that I've seen. He's just... Absolutely. The years of experience he has brought and how he is using that to benefit Welland is undeniable. It, yeah. It's not sucking up. It's <laughs> acknowledging a truth that we have the fortune of seeing because we work uh we work under his wing yeah so to speak absolutely so for everybody if you weren't sure what a cao was or does uh hopefully now you have a little more insight thank you as always for joining us on what's up welland and we will catch you next time <laughs>